Welcome everyone to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everbowl Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices so that you can market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. What's going on everybody? Welcome to the 51st episode of the MetSpa Accelerator podcast and happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I uh, hope you guys are having an awesome day. I think today is the 25th? Yeah, today is the 25th already. Can you believe yeah, that? That is crazy. Another year gone by. That is amazing. This is actually the last episode of the year. Cause... The last episode of the year, guys. Yes. So thanks so much for sticking with us, for listening in. Honestly, sometimes we kind of feel we're just kind of, you know, obviously we're talking to ourselves here and somebody <laughs> else at the end of this camera. Yeah. But, um, but it is you but there guys. Is, but, but we've gotten proof that there's people listening. So it feels really great. And we hope you guys have been enjoying this this content. You've been finding it helpful, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's helped you guys yeah, grow your business. So today we're just going to do a recap of the year. Your favorite episodes, okay? And our favorite takeaways all oh, yeah. the entire year. Yeah, so our the, the episodes that you... So what we did was that we looked at the entire year. We saw which episodes had the most views and listens, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're basically doing a recap of the top five episodes. And we're going to give you our biggest takeaways in some of these episodes. Yes. Yeah. So since we have you here, make sure to like this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, if you are just listening on iTunes or Spotify, Google Podcasts, make sure to scri- subscribe there as yes. well. And let us know what you think about this. We already have a few episodes lined up for the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, we have a whole year to to make sure that we get um, the best content and the content that you really want to listen to. Yes. All right. All right. So what's the first one? So the first one is episode 33, and that is best practices to follow up and schedule your leads. This one, wow, won by like a lot. By mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes. And some of the, the reasons why we love this episode so much is that we understand the struggle. Like we know that you need to follow up and you need to schedule your leads, right? To yeah. make money and um, how important follow up is in that process. Yeah. And, you know, and so obviously since a lot of what we do is patient acquisition for clients, you know, one of the things that is super important in having a successful campaign is scheduling those people, right? And following up with them, you know? And so we understand, obviously, the struggle because, you know, we visited our clients, we've understand, we've spoken to their front desk, to all their staff members, the owners, and we know how hard it is. So this episode, we tried our best to give you guys some of the best practices and some of the things that we're doing to make make it easier upon you all uh, so that you guys can have a better result. Yeah. So we really encourage you to watch the entire episode or listen to it. But here's our favorite clip. Check it out. What I just said is that we get it. You're busy, right? We get that your staff is busy. So we've kind of found a really good system to help you get this 60%, 50, 60% lead to appointment rate conversion. So uh, the number one thing that I want to say is it's all in the follow-up, guys. Like when you generate a new lead you need to be following up eight to 12 times to get as high as an 80% reach rate. You know, sometimes we call the lead, like you're, you call the lead and you don't get a hold of them, right? Yeah. 
and people are afraid to follow up like in my experience like we're very afraid to follow up a numerous number of times and i know you're thinking like eight to 12 times that is crazy and i get it guys like if, if we're you're generating let's say 50 100 new patient opportunities a month and i'm telling you to follow up eight to 12 times that's 800 phone calls that's a hundred yes. on the top end 1200 <laughs> phone calls or contact points right yes. And first of all, let me just say that, you know, they don't mm -hmm. always have to be phone calls. You can have a multitude That's of touch points, say. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so don't freak out on me, right? But that was the study that was done. I think it was a Harvard study that said that you have an 80% reach rate. So actually getting in contact with that person. Mm -hmm once you follow up between eight to 12 times, right? And so that's the first statistics that I wanna make you guys aware of. Now, the other statistics so you guys can get a higher reach rate is that you wanna follow up, as soon as a lead is generated, you wanna follow up between the first five to 15 minutes. Yes. Super important. And uh, you wanna make, well, why, why, why? Well, first <laughs> of all, is that if somebody signs up, then it's most likely they're in front of a computer or they're in front of their phone. Yeah. So if you can follow up with them within the first five minutes, you're gonna see the highest reach rate. Uh, I can't recall what the numbers were, but the 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 longer you wait, then the higher the chances is the higher the chances are of you actually getting in contact right. with that person. And I want to mention something here because a lot of our uh, practices ask us like, okay, well, how am I gonna do this? Like eight to twelve times, and within the first five to 15 minutes yeah, and like we hard. said automations for sure but the other thing about it is that how how are they reaching out to you i feel like you should be reaching out to them first mm -hmm. so if you're starting this conversation through text message or through your website you should reach out through that website first mm -hmm. or through that text message if they're calling you um obviously like if they are establishing that communication first through a call then calling them is the best practice there yeah. so just making sure that where are they coming from and get getting that communication going within that same medium yeah so really really good uh, guys so again those two <laughs> things are going to definitely impact yeah. greatly your reach rate your contact rate and then the number of people the, the more people you get in contact with then by default the more people you'll be able to actually schedule for an appointment right, right? And the other thing that I know you did mention, but I, I definitely want to kind of like emphasize is that those eight to 12 times, like Luis said, it's not just about uh, calling them, calling them, calling them, because you don't want to sound like a nag either, yeah, right? It definitely. has to be like a, a and, couple of meetings. Yeah, and I'm not saying you have to call eight times, eight to 12 times within the first 15 minutes, guys. Right. I'm not saying yes. that either, yes. okay? No. You want to do that within, I would say, like a seven or 14 day Maybe. span, right? Yeah. Um, and so, okay, now I'm going to, tell you how we do it here at yes. L1, how we implement, you know, these same best practices in a way that is not annoying yes. <laughs> and that we're actually helping our clients get such a good result, right? Yeah. There's a system, I mean, and, there's and, a strategy yeah, there's a strategy it. behind it. There is specific software that we use that helps our clients do this. And it's actually a software that we're co-developing called Patient Gen. Yeah. We've talked about it in some of our previous episodes. We have a link to it right now. We have a two-week free for, free trial that you guys can sign up for. But this is the tool, guys. This is the tool that's helping our clients get this 50, 60% lead to appointment rate. It just makes and everything so easy. Yeah, it's it's making it super clear. easy. It's giving you the, the metrics that you need in your business yeah. to grow it, what we talked about in our one of our other 20, episode 28, right? And so the cool thing is that whenever we generate a lead for our clients, then the lead goes inside of Patient Gem, uh -huh. and then a system is uh, triggered to 
follow up with that lead, right? And so we do a series of three things. It's a series of text messages, of emails, and of what we call ringless voicemails, right? And so I'll explain what that is. And so we implement a sequence of about, uh, I want to say 14 days that gets sent out automatically to the client so we can have those eight to 12 touch points without really the client having to do a lot of work. I mean, we do recommend our clients to call the leads, but instead of calling them eight to 12 times, you're only calling them, you know, at least three times. If you want to call them as much as five times, and that's also recommended, but um, you know, the text messages are actually helping out a lot because text message guys has a 98% open rate. Yeah. I mean, People live with their phones all the time. Yeah, people are going to see the text message. And even sometimes when you call, like what's going to happen, like either somebody's at work, they're picking up their kids, they're driving, you know, they're not. they don't know the number. They don't know the number and they're not going to pick up. Like like really a lot of people don't pick up their phones nowadays. If I don't know who's calling me, I do not answer that phone call. I wait to, for them to leave me a voice message, and if I like who it is, I'll call them back. You know what I mean, right? Like, you know, and so if not, uh, text me, right? You know, like, and yes. that's the thing. Like, text message is huge, and that's why we use it in our business. Yeah. Um, and so, it's just so much more convenient. Yeah, a lot more convenient. People actually prefer it, guys. That's the thing. People prefer to communicate with you through text message. And so, within the first three minutes of Elite signing up, we'll mm-hmm. send them a text message. We'll send them another text message six hours later, then a day later, two days later, three days later, and then four days later. And I'm not saying from that first day. I'm saying that like after day one, we wait two days and then send them another message. We wait three days, send them another message. We wait four days, send them another message. And that's how it gets to be around 14, 14 days. Right. And it sounds like a lot, but I I mean, just think about it like in your life. Okay. So... At number two, we have episode seven, our proven three-step system (laughs) to build a profitable seven-figure med spa in record time. And so this was actually one that I really enjoyed doing, uh, mainly because we kind of talked about the three different steps that we kind of implement in when we're actually helping spas market their business so we can make sure that we kind of grow it sustainably and that it, it is profitable kind of you know moving moving forward right yeah um, this is a pretty long episode but i love it because it, it you really go like a deep dive into each step and what every st- step consists of yeah and so we're not going to spoil it for you guys if you haven't listened to it we're going to give you guys kind of like i mean obviously we encourage you to go listen to all of it but we got the one of the main biggest pieces coming up right now Right. So step one is you want to have your market authority system. Number two, you want to have a social selling system. And number three is that you want to have a uh, what I call a clicks into clients conversion system. So I'm going to talk a little bit about kind of step one, step two, and Cassie and I will kind of riff on these a little bit. And then Cassie's going to jump into a step number three, which is really honing in that conversion system. So because that step one is really all about having a proven process to establish trust and credibility in your local market. Um, And so when I talked, so kind of where this idea or this formula originated from is that after spending, you know, all these thousands of dollars in marketing and advertising, we really kind of came to this realization that if we're just generating leads, right, if we're advertising to a cold market, 
and we put out, let's say, a coupon or a gift card or something else along those lines, and you're not leading with some type of education, you know, you're not establishing trust or credibility, then what's going to happen is that we're going to generate a lot of leads that are going to have a low conversion rate in the back end. They might be cheap leads, right? They might be $5 leads, but at the end of the day, it's going to cost you, it's going to, you know, it's going to be a lot more work on the back end having to convert, you know, follow up with these leads, getting them to schedule, getting them to buy once they come in. Right. And so, um, Cassie, I mean, I, I don't know if you kind of had some experience about this, like, cause I know, um, you know, maybe may, I know recently we've kind of focused in on kind of honing in your market, bringing it down a little bit more. And that's kind of cost for the cost to go a little bit higher but we're also leading with a lot more education. We're leveraging a lot of video. Even after we convert a lead, we're actually retargeting them with a lot more video on the back end as well. So, I mean, I don't know if you've had any experience about that. And then I know you've also spent a lot of time doing video and just kind of, you know, getting your name out there. Yeah, you know, with each, with each campaign that I've ever done, there are a lot of variables, right? So, you like... I like what you said about, it's not just about getting cheap leads. You'll see, in fact, I saw an ad, somebody targeted me the other day with um, a marketing ad agency kind of thing. And it was, you know, leads, cool sculpting leads for $7. And um, it's just so much deeper than that. And yeah. I have had times that my leads were really cheap, but my conversions were really low and then vice versa. Right now I'm kind of, you know, really riding in a sweet spot, especially for this time of year. Uh, which I've, you know, it's expected that the cost for a client acquisition is going to go up right around the holidays, right around the month of November is really a tough one because um, I don't know if everybody's, if anybody's like myself, uh, women and cool sculpting being kind of a fit, right? Um, yeah. Uh, we are, I actually am seeing a higher rate of male conversions right now. Yeah. So I think that's interesting and something I want to kind of dissect a little bit, but yeah, I, it's, it's difficult also as a provider or as a, as a business owner to really understand what changes need to be made when you see shifts in the client acquisition costs, the, the lead rate go down. I track these numbers, you know, weekly because mm -hmm. especially lately I'm seeing big like pendulum swings week by week. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot to it. And I think we'll get into that in step three, the, you know, how to, convert and watch the, the reasons why you're converting at a high rate or vice versa on that. Yeah. And we'll, and we're really big on this because here's the thing, like you're advertising to a cold market. And a lot of the times when we actually, and when I'm onboarding new clients or when I'm speaking to potential new clients, like I ask them, well, what's your conversion rate? Like my conversion rate's great. You know, we, we close at 70, 80% once we get them in here. And it's like, well, you're not going to get those conversions, man. Like, I, you know, I'm just no. sorry. Uh, you know, no, we like, were just talking. I, I was saying, um, you know, my happy place, like where I know that my team is doing what they need to do on just a yes or no conversion. Uh, we're not yeah. talking about values of conversions, but if we are around 30%, then this is a really good place. Um, it's yeah. acceptable at 20%, but we got to start working really hard. Um, and I've seen it as high as 45%, but that's yeah. typically outside of my control. That's the market. That's the, um, 
direct consumer marketing campaigns that Allergan is putting out. That's got some other variables that are outside of my power. Yeah. And I also uh, want to say maybe just the time of year too, you know, like right, there's, right. there's during times of the year yes. where people are most likely to buy mm -hmm. it regardless. Yeah. And so, and this is why we're so big on this because you guys really have to focus in on building that trust and credibility in the marketplace. Like the reality is that people don't know you, you know? And so uh, again, like our business philosophy goes down to this, like we do business with people we know, we like, and we trust, right? And we don't do business with other businesses. We do business with other people. And so we're big on, you know, there being a face to the practice because it, that is the easiest way to build trust and credibility, right? And so when we're able to kind of put you out there, and this is why we're also very huge on video and we, and if you've heard our podcast and our previous episodes, we talk about video a lot because we want to get you out there. We want to start promoting, you know, building audiences and having people see you and video is so great because it's going to appeal to your ideal patients and it's going to repel the ones that you don't want to work with. Right. So number three is episode 37. And this is the marketing tactics that you should be using to promote your event. Oh, I had a lot of fun with that one. Yes. <laughs> this one actually is a part two of what, um, what we do for promoting events. So the yeah. first one is just the strategies behind it. And this one is the actual tactics and what you can actually do to make sure that you promote your event to the best year of your ability. Yeah. And uh, we love this because we know how important event, event how important events are yeah. uh, for your business and to get that uh, money in, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, in this episode, we actually dive into the details. We go through it step by step and talk to you guys about what is it that we do to help our clients get the best result possible whenever they're marketing their events. So, yeah, make sure to, again, make sure to check yeah. out the entire episode, but we're going to give you guys... Oh, and oh. we even have a download for this one. Oh, we have a download for it. So, are we, do we have the download here? Yeah, we can. So, we'll we add the hear. download on the show notes, but then again, if you want the full scoop, make sure to go check out that episode as well. We're going to give you guys the highlights coming up now. <laughs> okay, so the first thing that I will say is that you want to have a centralized, let's call it a centralized hub. Okay. To promoting your or to to have all the details about yes. your event. Let's just say that. I think this one is really good. Yeah. And so a lot of the times people will use a platform like Facebook events or they'll mm -hmm. use something like Eventbrite to yeah. have all of the details and then for people to go and RSVP, right? And you definitely want that. You want as many people to mm -hmm. RSVP as possible and everything you're doing prior to the event is getting people to RSVP. So that is the goal, right? The overarching goal, the three weeks before, is to see how many RSVPs can we get, right? Yes. And that should be one of the goals that you should consider when you're planning the event, right? Right. And so uh, we've used things like Facebook events before, and, and some of them have, you know, and the Eventbrite as well, they have mm -hmm. their pros and they have their, you know, disadvantages, yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, we, we use them, Sometimes, <laughs> but what we always lean towards is actually building like a series of landing pages, what we call like a mini, like a micro site. Basically, yes. there's just two pages, right? That those mm -hmm. are hosted online to have all of the information, all the details to up for the event. And so that yes. people have the ability to RSVP as well. Yes. Why do we do this? Really because it just gives us the most flexibility. 
you know yes yeah. we can control what people see in it yeah. uh, whether that be like a video invitation from you um, and how they're going to experience that um, th in the moment for them to RSVP right so yeah. giving them the event details however we want them to see it mm -hmm. um, that like I said like that video invitation um, a map so they can click on it and yes. go to the event uh, like so so I mean so some of these things like yeah we get it you guys might not be able to create those landing pages so if you use something like you know obviously like something that's uh, easy accessible to mm -hmm. you like Facebook Eventbrite that works I mean that still works yes uh, but here are the main things that we want to try to accomplish with the landing page first of all if, if you are able to create one right if or you have a marketing team ask yes. them to create it for you yeah. um, the main thing of the event is that I mean, I'm sorry, the landing page is that you want people to go in RSVP and you want to collect important information, right? So yes. name, email, phone number. And we always ask the question to, would you like to bring a friend? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's so, like my favorite part about a landing page. And I've seen the difference with one, when we use it and when we don't. Mm -hmm. When we use it and get that important information from them, it's just easier for our client, uh, in this case, you guys, mm -hmm. um, to, to actually like kind of keep up with whoever is RSVP. Yes. If you do it on Facebook, Facebook is a very... It's a place where you can say like, oh yes, I'm interested in this event and yes, I'm going, but am I really going? Yeah, we've noticed that if you have Facebook event and a lot of people just say going, but they're not really that invested or committed yes. to go. They just click the button it's and that's it. very informal. Yeah, it's very, very, very informal. Yes. Yeah. And then in the landing page, we get the, that information from them. Plus, we also always like to add that little thing of like, are you bringing a friend? Do you want to bring a friend? Yeah. It is something that... Um, that is just like a little reminder for them like oh yeah. yes i mean let me bring somebody along for sure yeah and so the cool thing too about the landing pages guys is that once somebody opts in and gives you that information two things happen well one yes. we'll send them to a next page right another page that's there and we call that a thank you page yes. and on that page we have we give them a little bit more information about you know what we essentially what we want them to do next right yes. and so a lot of the times it's like you might say hey give us a call just maybe schedule a consultation we have special promotion going on but yes. we need we need for you to kind of book a time mm -hmm. during the event let's say if you're making it like a like an actual week event and you need to get them to come in at a specific time right or giving them that option of coming in at a specific time yeah for yeah that so consultation. yeah yeah exactly right so then you know giving putting it like an online calendar or something like that mm -hmm. or you know, maybe maybe you're doing things where like you need to get them to give you a deposit to lock in something, you know, like a specific something, right? You yeah. know, there's a lot of different things that can be done on the thank you page, or even if it's just like, hey, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. Here's what you need to know prior to the event, yes. or you know, maybe you have a little video there saying like, hey, thank you so much for you know for RSVPing for the event. We're super excited. It's going to be a ton of fun. Keep in mind that you really want to make sure you show up because we have, you know, X raffle. We yes. have, you know, all these other things going on. Everybody's going to get a gift card. Everybody's going to get mm -hmm. some skincare mm -hmm. product, you know, like, so you want to try to hype them up. And on that thank you page is because they already signed up and you have their attention. Yes. So at that point, you really have the opportunity to communicate with them and get them really excited about the event. Right. And about the decision they just made about RSVPing to your event. Yes, yeah. And so... It's like, yes, you can tell them, like, you're already entered to a raffle, but make sure to show up because uh, the, the winner must be present in order to get that. Yeah. So you're and, just kind of, like, letting them know. And you just mentioned know. a really good note. We always tell people that to enter the raffle, they need an RSVP. And then, they, yes. and, then we, and then we tell them that they need to show up, right? So then, Yes. <laughs> and coming in 
on number four is going to be episode 42, The Ideal Customer Journey. I'm pretty excited about that one being yeah. one of the most views because we just released it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but guys, I mean, this is something that we've kind of really honed in on. We've really tried to kind of establish a really good process of what is it going to take to bring new patients in the door consistently, yeah. right? Yeah, and we talk about how important it is because you do have your brand identity throughout every single step of the way yeah. and how you can make sure that you create a long-lasting and unique and great experience for your clients. Definitely, guys, 100%. So, again, we're going to hit you guys up with the highlights right now. <laughs> Business. And so, you know, in working with Metsballs, we've kind of identified that this is not something that is it's, – it's very rare, you know? And part of this has to do a lot with your SOPs, your standard operational procedures, and mm -hmm. what's supposed to happen when certain scenarios happen in your business and how should they be handled, right? And this goes back down to systemizing your business, guys, which is what we're all about here. And yeah, so it just makes it easier for you to grow. Yeah. It makes it easier to train your staff. Yes, 100%. It makes it easier for everybody at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, it's less, you know, and, and there's less thinking involved when certain scenarios happen. It's always like your manual, it's your guide when mm -hmm. certain things are happening. And so there's obviously a lot of uh, things that you guys can map out in your business yeah. and for a lot of these scenarios. But the one that we are talking about today is just onboarding. A new client what what does it take to bring on a new client and then what should happen whenever you bring on this new client and what are the different stages so that you guys can actually keep moving them down that funnel and uh, ultimately they become a patient right yeah. and so so this is coming from like lead all the way to an actual buying client right? yes yes and so there's a few different stages that we've kind of outlined and so I'm going to go through all of them and then I'll talk about some of the things that we've kind of believe that should be done in each single step so that you can keep moving that uh, patient down that process. Okay. Yeah. And, and I will just say that these are things that we've just kind of come up with and we've even used them in our business. You can apply them to almost any type of business, yeah. uh, but feel free to you know, take it and adjust make it, it and make it your own, guys. Definitely. This are just only, these are at the end of the day, our best practices, things that we've seen that we've outlined that we feel, you know, work, mm -hmm. but you know, take it, take it, take it and make it your own. And talking about taking it and making it your own, we're actually going to have this as a downloadable. So if you guys go to the show notes, there'll be a link on there. So you can actually go and download this and you can have our template, then you can take it and, you know, play with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this is the ideal customer journey. This is what ideally should happen, right? Yes. So let's talk about what, for when a new lead is generated. So that is usually the first thing, right? When a new lead is generated, what's supposed to happen in your business, right? And these are the questions that you need to be asking yourselves if you want to start scaling it. And so what well, we always say, okay, well, when a lead is generated, then we need to get in touch with that lead. So the call, you know, we need to call the lead or the lead calls us, right? That's number one. Number two is the lead actually schedules. Number three, the lead shows up. Number four, the lead gets consulted. Number five, the lead actually makes a purchase. Number six, the lead gets treated. And then number seven, I'm a number seven, right? <laughs> uh, the lead will actually, um, you know, uh, what happens post-treatment, basically, right? 
And so those are the seven steps that we're basically outlining. So whenever a new lead is generated, these are the seven steps that need to happen. So ultimately, not only can we generate a sell, but then we can also deliver the service that they actually ended up buying for. Because it obviously it doesn't end when somebody purchases. It ends when somebody gets treated, right? Yeah. And all of those you, things need to happen. Yeah. And you can even end up adding more steps to, yeah. for, to make sure that that patient comes back, referrals. Yeah, exactly. Blah, 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 right? and Yeah, because you can, I mean, and that's the thing, guys. Like, you're mapping out the patient experience, okay? Yes. So when you, like, how can you build an amazing experience for this person so that they want to come not not only do they do they i mean well first of all so that they can actually get you know the best service possible they can really enjoy that service you know and then they can actually get the result that they're looking Mm -hmm. for but then so that you can influence that experience so that they'll want to come back and then go home and tell all their friends about it you know yeah and so that's what you're trying to engineer guys and the best So for number five, we have episode 35. Why and how to use text messages for your med spa. Oh, is this the one I did solo? Yeah. No, this one we did together. Oh, okay. So actually, yeah, so this one's pretty awesome, guys, because we go through the process of how we're using text message for our clients so we can get them a really awesome result. Yeah, Yeah. we try to convince you, if you haven't (laughs) been convinced already, how important text messages are for your business and what you need to prep before you start and what are some of the best practices to actually make sure that text messages work for you. Yeah. And you don't get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Super important, we don't want you guys to get in trouble. All right, check it out. a great tool it gets results and so right off the bat you can yeah it works like you can make money with text message campaigns and you don't have to spend a lot of money and you don't have to spend any money like you know to to, yeah and so and we've talked about this in some episodes before right where you how you can like leverage text messaging to make money and if Mm -hmm. uh, i don't recall what episode number that was but make sure to go check it out. Check out the show notes <laughs> and yes. go check out that episode. Everything will we be give you linked in the blog. Yeah, because we give you the full strategy, guys, and what we the strategy yes. that we use to help our clients make money and bring in reoccurring reoccurring patients uh, and bring in that reoccurring revenue. Sorry, um, by just leveraging the text message. Yeah, yeah. so go and, and check that out. Some great results. We've had some amazing results because you can use it for pretty much anything now. Um, it works. Now, here's the other thing, guys. Like, many of you are used to using, um, you know, emails to reach out to people. And, and email is great, you know, depending on your list size and how nurtured your list is. You'll get, I mean, what's the industry average is like less than 15%, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like open rates, you know. If you, have a, if you have a more engaged list, then you'll get higher than that. Um, but so, click rates. Are yeah, but, rate. you know, open rates, click rates are at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Email is so saturated. Yeah, email is so saturated. Text message, though, guess what? Has a 98% open rate. Yeah. So really all it means is that you're going to get more eyeballs on your message, whatever that message might be when you're right. doing these communications right. out to people. Right now, it's that age where like people are on their phones all the time or on the tablets. Yeah. And you can set it up so you get all of the message notifications there. And we just need to make marketing available for or like 
easy to respond to. Yes, for convenience. I uh, yeah, like convenience yes. is like the thing. Like right, it's like when you think about like why companies like Amazon, you know, uh, are have done so well, right? Even even if you look at like why Blockbuster closed up and you know, and then Netflix came up, Redbox, all those things. At the end of the day, convenience. Yes. plays a huge role in business success right mm-hmm. especially in today's age especially in the united states right where we want things to be fast we want communication to be fast because we're people nowadays especially millennials right you're gonna you're gonna get them inside your business sooner or later <laughs> yes you know they want things to happen fast you know they're not mm-hmm. waiting around and if you if they it filled out a form and you didn't get back to them within the first five ten minutes right they're already gone somewhere else. On top of that, there's so much competition nowadays. Again, if people's looking, they're when they look for something, right? You know, I'll say especially women. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like well, you know, well, yeah, right. Like they're not just looking at one practice, guys. They're looking at two or three <laughs> options, right? And who's gonna win? The person that gets back to them sooner. The person that communicates the fastest and is the most convenient. Convenient. To communicate with, so I get super passionate about it, yeah. as you can tell, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, it is so convenient. Like if people are at work, but they can still text. Or nobody answers phones anymore, guys. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and here's the thing: like we've been using text messages to schedule appointments, to follow up with leads. I love that. And honestly, it's we've we've been able to see an increase in the number of leads that we schedule. Right now, some of our clients have as high as I want to say. Uh, uh, 60% lead to appointment ratio mm-hmm. guys for cold leads people that have yes. never even heard of your practice before and honestly that's unheard of in and industry. you know what too it's also a great way to to build onto that relationship I know we talk about building a relationship with your customers all the time and this is a great way to do it and I've seen it within within like patient gym how people even when they're not gonna show up they text message and they're like hey I won't be able to make it I'm so sorry can we reschedule or even if they don't say reschedule like they're already like i'm so sorry they text them right away they're like don't no problem do you want to reschedule you got that right there it's not yeah. just somebody that just didn't show up and didn't tell you about yeah. it so it's been working out really really well guys and so um again you can't go wrong with it it's such a great tool and i always tell people i always tell people look see don't look at it as like a way that you're going to just kind of send out these generic text messages or promotions because you're not it's another way to communicate with your clients, right? right? And so, um... All right, well, I hope you enjoyed all of those recasts and the highlights of the top five episodes of 2019, and you guys are taking some really good insight from it. We are excited for 2020. I know. Uh, It's going to be a really good time. We're excited for the content. Again, like Felix said in the beginning of the episode, make sure you subscribe and like these videos guys uh re- leave us a review yeah. let us know if you want specific content or specific speakers <laughs> to come on board and different things like that yeah and again i will go ahead and extend the invitation one last time we still got a few days for december and if you guys are looking to take your practice to the next forward and you want a little bit of help then i want to encourage you guys to schedule a call with me to see if you're a good fit for our program right yeah uh, we'll talk about some case studies. We'll talk about exactly what we do and see if we're a good fit. So if you want, if you're interested in that, 
go ahead and click on the link below to schedule a call with me. And throughout the month of December, we are offering 50% off our setup fee. Okay, so it's a pretty good deal. So if you're thinking about 2020, how am I gonna take it to the next level? Go ahead and just schedule a call with me below. I can't wait to talk to you guys. Yes, and just once again, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us. We <laughs> love bringing this content in for you and can't wait to see you next year. Bye. See ya.